new podcast episode, New Pickums, coming to you from your boys at Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your boys, Daniel Posey, and joining me as always across the internet is Drew Douglas. November 4th, 2022. We are in a new month. We had to say goodbye to Halloween, which was, it's always sad. It's always sad. It does. You know, it's like November 1st rolls around. And it is exciting because, you know, Christmas is coming up. But it's like saying goodbye to an old friend. And it's one year away. We got to wait one year. I do have a question. It's November 1st. November 1st. November 4th today, which is a Friday. Uh, this weekend, we are putting up the Christmas tree and decorating. Is uh, okay. That, you think that's obscene or no? Uh, honestly, it's weird because like I don't know if I've been maybe feeling the spirit more in terms of like getting into that holiday spirit, but this year more than any other time, and it might just be due to the fact that it's like, all right, we're done with Halloween. I wish we still had like another month, truthfully, of just like enjoying Halloween mm-hmm. movies and like that spooky season. Yeah. But now it's over. I'm like, all right, let's just move forward. Let's just jump to Christmas. So I am feeling kind of the same, to be honest. Yeah. The build up to Christmas, I'm sure I've said this before, is always, I think, better than the actual day itself. Yeah. And with Christmas, it is like two months. It is like a two months. I mean, celebrate uh, Thanksgiving. It's kind of lumped in there. Um, but I like, I mean, we like get to jump on decorating. It was earlier in October, maybe even September. We were we were shopping for Christmas stuff, not gifts, but like stuff for the house. Well, and so you are getting everything um, like this weekend's going to be your first big weekend doing that. But is that kind of a joint effort between you and your wife, Lexi? Or are you kind of leading the charge on that? Or is Lexi? I would... It, it's both of us, for sure. We really like to to soak in the atmosphere. I think it's that the atmosphere of Christmas. Yeah. Going to stores and seeing lights and and all everything that comes with the holiday that just is something that I find very comforting. Yeah. So I really um I'm looking forward to the next couple months and if you've been shopping in the last couple weeks, it's it's amazing how fast like Halloween wasn't even over, but by mid-October like Target is already pushing all the Halloween stuff aside and getting Christmas ready. <laughs> so there is a weird um, overlap that like the holiday's not even done yet and we're already on to the next thing. So yeah, yeah but it, I mean, it, it's I'm sad to see October, October disappear as far as, you know, trying to cram in as many spooky films as possible during that month. I've started really trying to watch stuff in mid-September leading into October because I feel like there's so much to watch for one. And then obviously life gets busy and there's going to be times you can't watch uh, something every night, which was always my goal. Uh, I do miss the days where I literally would print out a calendar and then pick a horror film every night, you know, have it written down uh, and be able to do 31 straight days of that. And I just can't anymore. And that makes me sad. Well, it's funny that you say that because there is an old Tom Cruise interview that's resurfaced from Jimmy Fallon. And I'm sure you've seen this, but it's the one where he's like, I watch a movie a day. Yeah, got to watch something at least every day. But that's Tom Cruise. And I don't know what goes on in his life, but you know, he seems so busy that I don't know how he does that. If that's an act, yeah. if that's something true. And I would tend to believe that he's not just doing that for a headline, especially back right. when he said that was decade plus ago 
Yeah. Um, but how does he do that when he's shooting so many big movies? Like, I wonder if he could do that now. Yeah, I, that's that's a good, that's a good point because seeing that it was funny because it brought that up. Like in my mind, I'm like, one, how does he have time? But then again, I guess if you are like you, I'm not gonna say. Well, he is set. Let's face it. After Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise for the rest of his life is set. He was set before that, but I think even if he's busy with work, everyone's probably doing everything for him. And so he doesn't have to cook. He's not cleaning his clothes or his home. Uh, so he's probably got a couple hours that he can find to sit down and watch something. I always want to see, you know, his reaction to some of the stuff that we watch. <laughs> see if he maybe has a different take, even if it's something bad. If there's something he can watch and be like, hey, well, actually, this is why I think it's good. That's actually, I, I would I would be curious by that. Like, say, if he were to sit down and watch The Fanatic with John Travolta. <laughs> Are like, those two friends? Do we know? I'm sure they are. Uh, that would be awesome. Actually, that would be great if they get together and they just listen to Limp Biscuit. Now that's a movie I've weirdly have thought about rewatching, and we, you know, we watched that and talked about it, and I think there was a little tongue in cheek when we called it a masterpiece. But I did <laughs> think that was better than um, one that I expected, and two than the, that it was given in terms of critics and audiences. They really ripped it. Yeah, but uh, there's something about that I I enjoyed. I think about moose from time to time. Uh, it's funny because yeah, I do too, and I'm not being facetious about it either. I have I have gone back and and thought about that um, every now and again, and every time I'm scrolling on Prime, I see that, and I think of you know every now and again just clicking over. Um, whenever I was quick, going through quick 90 minutes, <laughs> yeah. when I was watching, uh, some Hellraiser movies, I ended up, uh, I was like, maybe I'll take a break and cleanse my palate with a little moose. Now you do you remember when we did the podcast on that? And I think it was within our last, like we were with studio DNA at that point. So I think you can still listen to it, but we had this you know, low, like this running gag that we had kidnapped Devin Sawa. Well. Shut up! Stop! Let's try that again. And just like throughout <laughs> oh, yeah. the podcast, you would hear someone <laughs> screaming, and we, you would just be like, "Shut up, Devin!" <laughs> That's right. And uh, I don't know if it was funny to anyone else, but we would do a lot of like absurd stuff in the show um, that we don't really do anymore. And I, I almost think we should maybe start doing that again. I. Uh, I, hey, I'm in for that because that was um, those were always a lot of fun to to do, and uh, especially whenever Devin Sawa ended up uh, emailing us and he said, "Hey, thanks for the little plug." He's like, "We really, we really appreciated all that hard work that you put into that podcast." You know, <laughs> love Devin Sawa. You know, and that's another thing too. Getting um, uh, kind of the the final destinations I've been thinking about. Do you think that they would ever do like a greatest hits and bring back some of them those that were in some of the earlier final destinations? Like for a reboot, not the characters. Yeah, like a reboot, and it's kind of like what they've done. They're with, doing a new one, but do you know anything about it? No, just that they're they're writing it. We watched Final Destination two last weekend. It's one that I remember. Um. I, I remember liking it when it came out, and that was long. I was in high school, or it had just graduated. I think I was still in high yeah. school at the time. 
but it is bad. It is bad. There's some good deaths, but as a movie, it is just not good. Yeah, I. It's funny because that's a movie like post Halloween. I've thought about going back. Not actually the first movie, but also the franchise returning to. I want. I really want to return to the first one, but I've wondered in doing so, like if it would hold up or all of those movies. The first one's. I think the first one's still good. I do, and we want to do. We might do the third one this weekend, because that that was like James Wong. James Wong and Glenn Morgan, who did the first one and worked on the X-Files and stuff, they came back and did the third one. And I remember the third one being a step mm. up. I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared to rewatch it. But um, it's a mixed, mixed franchise. Like the, the franchise is a mixed bag. The first one I remember liking. The third one's good. The fourth one is awful. The fifth one is okay, but the ending is really cool. It's got a nice little fun twist ending. I think the plot... You can only do so much with it, and I'm, mm. I'm interested to see what they do with this new one because um, they kind of try to tweak it up with the second one mm. and explain why there's a new batch of kids being killed. And I just, I guess it's kind of interesting, but the movie's just so bad. But we should probably talk about, I don't know, is, I don't know if any movies are on your list for the month of November. We're going to do our pop culture picks. Ooh. I not to spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. Just prior to recording, I realized something was coming out. Something was coming out. It's got to make my list. So that means I got to, I got to punt one of these that I have on here. You got to shift some things around. I will say I feel like there's one that's going to be high up on our list for both of us. Hmm. I will say there's this month. Weirdly, uh, there it's no order really. Like I'll have a one, two, three, but. I don't know if I could rank these in terms of what I really want to see the most because I want to see all three of these. Okay. I just got to figure out what to punt. Hmm. I'll, I'll do that on the fly. Do you want me to start with numero three? Yeah. Weirdly enough, the thing that I just now realized is coming out or remembered is my number one. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's already number one. I'm like, how could I have forgotten this one? Numero three, though. Hmm. All right, I'm going to get rid of this one. So my number three is going to be Tulsa King. Oh. November 13th, Paramount Plus. I was thinking you were forgetting that one. No, I. how could I forget the new show from Taylor Sheridan, Terrence Winter, starring the Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. This is a big deal because Sly has never done a scripted television show. So this is his debut on TV. Uh, it's about a, I guess it's a crime drama about this mafia man who's released from prison and his boss sends him to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where he's supposed to establish a crime operation. And that's, uh, so we're, we're getting Stallone on TV from Taylor Sheridan, who's really good. And he's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. Loves some bad Sly. And this is a show, so we're getting Sly week in and week out on Paramount Plus starting November 13th. This could be like the dumbest plot, but Sly is involved. I have to watch it. Hands down. He sells it. I mean, just the fact of him being in it alone, like you said, that's big. I worship at that man's feet. I was oh. telling somebody at work the other day. How much I love him. 
And I initially was like, I love Stallone. And he started laughing. And I was like, no, no, I'm being completely serious. Like he's, he's maybe my favorite person in terms of just who I look up to and who I think is just a cool actor and his body of work. And I feel like you're the same way. Like we really respect mm-hmm. Stallone. So uh, yeah, Tulsa King. And you used to live in Tulsa. D- yeah, I did. Did they shoot this in Tulsa? Do you know? They did. Uh, that's, so That's cool. Now, I know that they shot part of it. I don't know how much they've shot in Tulsa, but that was one thing that kind of bummed me out. So no joke. When I left, and I left at kind of the peak time to be in Tulsa for, um, for film or just entertainment because uh, at the very, very end, that's whenever they were shooting with the Stephen Young movie... Um, Oh, shoot. Uh, ma- is it ma- not Min- Minari? Minari? Yeah, Minari. Yeah. Minari, yeah. So they were shooting that. They were just started that. They were gearing up to shoot, uh, which I'm peak hype for this, and, and still no announcement on when the movie's coming out, but it's Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese, new, brand new movie for Apple TV, which is going to be Killers of the Flower Moon. They were preparing for that. And then they had just announced, like maybe a month after Tulsa King with Sly Stallone, and they would be going in and shooting it. So the image, one of the first images that came out about Sly for shooting or there in Tulsa where he's downtown, that's taken downtown Tulsa. Like they literally shut down downtown to shoot a photo op with Sly standing in the middle of the street. Which, I mean, come on, what city is dumb enough not to shut down? part of their downtown down i would have shut the state down just shut the state down. I, that, yeah it's a holiday uh everyone gets the day off yeah honestly that's it's national slide day or or in the state uh it's it's slide slide day uh i also heard from a few others around town that they met sly and they said he's the nicest dude like he would show up and he would pose, but he would always show up and he was like hanging out in local places and he was like um, taking photos with people and and he would show up in local diners and just places like that. I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like I missed such a great time. Like I would have been, no joke, I would have been scouring the internet just to find out where Sly was, to find out where I could end up kind of just shooting a dart and gambling and go there for lunch anyways just um, so maybe it's not like you need to see him or, or or speak to him i should say you just want to see him that that's why i, I want to yeah. see him that's and that's so i mean just the fact of even if they were shooting in downtown tulsa just that like i would go down when they were shooting in the middle of the street and then i would just look out see sly i'd reach out like reach my hand out you know like i'm touching him through the air and then I will pull my hand back to my heart, and I'm like, I just have a piece of you now, Sly. So we in the same air. <laughs> that's so true. But the uh, so Tulsa King, I will say, I've got more to say about it. It's up on my list, but that's not my number three. So um, I'm actually surprised it's not higher for you. Uh, but well, like I said, it doesn't matter. It was it was initially number two, but I had to rework, so it got oh. dropped. Now I want to say, this was init- initially called and set in Kansas City. It was called Kansas City, mm-hmm. and they. They swapped it, but you know, Kansas City, it's my old stomping grounds. Yeah. Where I'm from. Does so that, that would have been cool too. That honestly, I well, that would have brought it up for you even more, right? You would have liked that even more. Uh I mean I don't I don't know if I would like it more. 
Because again, this is Stallone. So it's already like at the top. But yeah, I mean, it would be cool. It'd be cool to have a show in Kansas City. And they, they call it Kansas City King. And you know he would be at like a Chiefs game and he'd be banging the drum before the game started because <laughs> they would let him do it, you know? So that would have been cool. That's, yeah. Um, that's I, I always forget that fact about the whole Kansas City. They were originally going to do that. Um, so this is an interesting choice going to Tulsa. Uh, my number three is an interesting choice. Uh, it's a little indie uh, coming out from A24. Uh, with Timothy Chalamet. Oh, gosh, yeah. I watched the trailer for this today. For the first time. For that the was first your first time. time seeing it? Yeah, you know the premise? And, and um, it's it's like Army Hammer's Wet Dream oh. is what I would... I think it's like the subtitle for the film. <laughs> this is... Uh, which, by the way, I did end up seeing that documentary for Army. Did you ever watch oh my, that? I haven't. Is it bad? It's definitely one of those that, like, as it goes deeper and deeper, it's just like, oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it so this movie, Bones and All, um, is uh, coming out. And and it's not, I actually, I want to correct myself. It's not an A24, it's MGM. Um, but this is uh, coming out in theaters on November 23rd. You know, this is interesting because I'm getting Dr. Sleep vibes, but it's funny because um, I'm getting the vibes in terms of like the eaters, you know, and and these are like modern day vampires. I'm, I'm assuming vampires and or zombies, um, but I'm curious to see what direction Luca, um, the director, writer, director, uh, where he goes with this. I, I I don't want to say his last name, butcher it, but he did call, uh, call me by uh, your name and then Suspiria, um, which I'm curious to see like if he's going to stay uh, along the lines of that super, you know, unsettling setting of Suspiria, something like that, which it seems like he will. So I'm super intrigued by this. I'm trying not to go in knowing too much other than the, I just keep thinking of Mark Rylance in this where he's like, eaters don't eat eaters. And it's a really stupid thing to have stuck in my mind, but that's what's stuck in my mind for this. So a new Timothy Chalamet, bones and all. Cannibals. So are they, I, they're being described as cannibals, but do you think it is something like they're vampires or, or not, they're like zombies? I do. Or are they just people that are literally cannibals? Uh, I I uh, see. I think they're going to take a more supernatural route. Uh, I think that Luke is going to follow in the footsteps of Suspiria, but I I'm curious like what direction he'll end up going with this. But I do expect it to be supernatural. It sounds just from the synopsis. Um, I don't. It, it sounds like it could be a hard watch. Yeah, but I mean, it looks good. Like visually, it looks good. Luke is very talented, but I'm not necessarily dying to see this. And that's where, like, right now, if it's not supernatural, that, for me, it's like, ew, I don't know how I, like, that's, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, not really sure how I feel about that. But if it is, like, supernatural, I'm like, all right, this will be, like, a good post-Halloween movie. But um, <laughs> I guess then that would end up being Luca's joke on me and and uh, <laughs> on everyone else who goes and thinking it's going to be supernatural on 
it's not. So uh, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, it's uh, going to be a, a fun time rather than a one that makes me feel really terrible watching while eating popcorn. I do think I do find it funny that at the end of this, you know, it's like exclusively in theaters November 23rd or whatever. I'm like, that's really this is the thing we're promoting to go <laughs> exclusively in theaters. This is going to make like four million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so true. My number two will not make four million. It's going to make a lot of money. It's called Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Oh, loves. It comes out um, November 11th, and it's Woo. the 30th movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It wraps up Phase 4. This is the first MCU movie I've included in my pick since Spider-Man No Way Home, I think, which was oh. last December. It's, it feels like it's been a long time. I guess a year is a long time, but it... It feels longer than that. Yeah. I can say without hesitation, this is the most excited I have been for a Marvel movie since Endgame. Everything I've seen so far, I'm really stoked to see Namor. I cannot wait. This guy looks dope. He looks so good. Uh, I know there's been some tweaks to his story that has enraged the internet trolls, but he looks amazing. (laughs) And I can't wait to see how he fits into this massive, nearly three-hour story that I can only guess is going to be an emotional gut punch because, you know, they're going to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman. And I think that's going to be done in a way that if you are at all invested in either Boseman's career, him as a person, or Black Panther, you are going to, you're going to feel it. This looks like it's going to be super emotional. Uh, I think we're gonna they're gonna we've talked about the ups and downs of phase four. I think we're gonna end on a super high note. I think this is gonna be top tier MCU, at least I hope. I have all the faith in Ryan Coogler and uh super, super stoked for this. Well, I am equally as stoked as you because this too is my number two. I am really looking forward to this movie, and it's interesting because this character, as you were saying, for Namor looks great. In for the comics, Namor or Submariner is my dad's favorite uh, comic book character, like his favorite period. And it was interesting, interesting. because, yeah, because growing up, I was like, that's an that's a kind of an odd choice. But it is. I would say as your peak character, that is unusual. But he yeah. he's awesome. So, uh, and that's and I. Like, I read more about Submariner because of that reason whenever I was a kid. So I know more about Submariner uh, with that knowledge going into this movie, which makes me even more excited for this because I'm like, all right, this could... Not saying that Killmonger had this issue because Killmonger was great, but in the first Black Panther, when we end up having Killmonger and then we've got Claw and, and kind of this whole dynamic that's going on was much better than what we get with some movies, um, some of the movie villains for these superhero films, but this is going to be solid. He's going to be awesome. He's going to be a great character, and he's not just going to be like a straight-up bad guy or villain. And that, I'm, I'm so incredibly excited and hyped to see that. And the fact that this movie is going to be like three hours long, mm. 
come on. This I cannot is cannot wait. Yeah. So pumped for this. Cannot wait to see uh, what they end up doing with Namor and company. Uh, but more importantly, like how they end up addressing the passing of Chad. And then uh, you know, what what happens moving forward. I think this is going to be not just the best movie of phase four, but quite frankly, this could be the best MCU movie that we get up until like King Dynasty. I just I have a feeling this could or maybe in the top tier Marvel period. I'm hoping for that. I got I, I got like my sights set high for this, but I'm so incredibly excited for this. Maybe I'm setting myself up, but I do believe I'm I'm going into this thinking it's going to be a top five. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I like the first one a lot. It's not in my top ten. Um, but this looks like it's going to be amazing. Number two for each of us. So my my numero one is the one that I just realized before doing this that it was coming out, and I got so excited. It's season three of Mythic Quest, Ooh. Uh, Rob McElhenney show about the insides of a video game company. And in this one, I don't know if I should say what the plot is in case someone hasn't seen it. I haven't, and I've thought about watching it. It's so good. And I, I do believe this is on Apple, uh, Apple TV+. Plus. It starts November 11th, and season three will be 10 episodes. So this first two drop on November 11th, same day as Black Panther. What a day. And um, I won't say what the plot is because there's going to be a shift in what happened because of what happens at the end of season two. This show is so good. It's so funny. It has these moments of drama that just hits you right in the stomach, and you're like, wow, I didn't expect that. The show does the unexpected so many times that I cannot recommend this enough. I think this is like Apple's hidden gem. Uh, Rob, incredibly funny, incredibly talented. The whole cast is great. Watch the show if you've never seen it. It's so good. So is this, would you end up saying one of the best shows on right now? I think it's, I think it's Apple TV's like, well, I get, they have so many good shows, so many different shows. This yeah. is, um, I would describe it. Community is a show that I can just rewatch. I've rewatched that so many times. This is that. This is like the other show that I can just rewatch. I've seen season one and two like five times. It's hmm. it's easy to watch. They're like twenty five minutes. Uh, characters are all a lot of fun. Again, it hits these dramatic moments that you won't see coming. And I, I think a lot of shows, uh, comedies especially, cannot do that. So it's nice to watch something that is very funny, and then they have the ability to completely flip it and make you feel something unexpected. Well, that, especially hearing that about this show makes me even more intrigued by it because I almost downloaded that to watch because I've got um, to take a weekend trip and I was tempted to watch because I could blaze through the first half of the, the first season. And I almost downloaded this, uh, but now I'm definitely going to, whenever I get back, I think... I'm going to make that, you know what? That's going to be my post-Halloween show. I'm going to do that. Do it. I'm going to do it. I need to rewatch it. I'm going to try to get my wife to watch it. I've tried before, and it hasn't worked yet. But we got to. It's so good. It's so good. And I had just like this man crush on Rob McElhenney. I just <laughs> love that guy so much. If you're watching the World Series, the Phillies are playing. He's a Philly guy. And in the back, you know, behind the catcher, 
we always have ads and I've been seeing they're promoting Mythic Quest uh, on the on like the prime banner. So I love that it's getting plugged. I hope people are watching it. We know season four is coming. Um, and that might be it. Who knows? That they could be just four seasons and done. But God, that guy's so good. That guy's yeah. so good. And if you watch the Sunny podcast, or don't watch it, you can watch it. I watch it. I'm a creep. Uh, but <laughs> but the uh, It's Always Sunny podcast is a great listen or watch whatever you're doing, especially we may just deviate and talk about life. And they don't talk about their show necessarily. Those guys are hilarious together. I might. That's another thing I might have to start doing because I want to end up uh, watching more of It's Always Sunny. Because I, I have fallen off, not necessarily that I'm like, uh, I'm done with it, but also just like stopped because I have ran out of time overall. But now it's time to, now I might end up doing a Rob binge. I'll do myth, myth, Mythic and then I'll do um, uh, It's Always Sunny. It's, all, it's, it's Always Quest. I'll do that. Well, speaking of Quest, mine is not that show, but it is a quest to Tulsa. Tulsa King, I know we've already talked about it, but I, I have to say, though, Tulsa King, I'm so pumped because organized crime, I just don't know if there's another genre or subgenre of films or, or TV shows, just entertainment in general, uh, that I like more. And this is just something that I cannot wait to see Sly bust some heads and he's just out of prison, ready to wreck some fools. I just, you know, something about this to me looks so interesting because it's like, all right, we'll just throw away Sly. And I'm ex honestly, I'm expecting something where he rise up, rises up and he becomes the head of this organization or he ends up working his way to the top to find out that it was corrupt and someone in it, he took the fall for the wrong guys or something like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Do you think he's going to be like an anti-hero? You know, he's a bad guy in the mafia. Do you think he's going to start making a switch when he realizes that, you know, maybe he took the fall for something or he's going to be just the bad dude? I think I think he'll be the bad dude. I do expect it to be kind of Walter White-ish in a term, in a sense where he's like, gets out and he's like, all right, well, you know, time to make amends. But then, then he starts to see just how bad things really are on the outside. And he's like, screw this. I didn't go to prison for this. I didn't waste 20, 20 plus years of my life for these punks to end up living their best lives. And I ended up having to eat freaking porridge for the last 20 years of my life. So I, I can't wait. Um, Not to mention, you know, going... Terrence Winter, not enough credit because he, he worked on The Sopranos. He created Boardwalk Empire, which just kicks ass, again, along the lines of people doing bad things. Uh, so I trust that him and Sheridan are going to deliver the goods. Yeah, and this is, I, I do expect to see that as with the Sheridan vibe that we've been getting with a lot of the other shows and movies this neo-western we're going to get that here and i that's another part i i just love that ingredient that they're going to infuse here and i'm going to be even more excited to see if they shot around town and i'm going to keep my eyes peeled for some local spots because that will to me make it even more exciting to see like oh there's hank's hamburgers or something like that well judging from the wikipedia page it, it basically implied that it was shot in tulsa so uh, that's, Man, that's awesome. I mean, that especially, is. you know, living there or have living there before 
you you'll recognize the uh, where they did it. That's always fun. and that that's another reason why that's my number one, uh, just because I'm pumped to see what all is authentic. But yeah, those are my picks, and I can't wait to go through November so we can keep consuming all of these movies and TV shows like we're junkies. Do you want to know the one that I had to boot? Oh yeah, what was that? I'm surprised you didn't have this. It's uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, the second yeah. Benoit Blanc film that comes out in theaters, uh, in certain theaters, November 23rd, before it hits Netflix, December 23rd. We're going in theaters for sure. I'm so stoked for this. I've basically avoided everything that you can outside the teaser. I don't want spoilers. I don't want to know anything about it. But uh, that was a hard thing to, to remove from my list. Almost had it, but... The three were just just enough, uh, even bones and all. But yeah, I, mainly because that's original. I am excited to see what's new in Glass Onion, but I will be seeing that in theaters too. I feel like that will be a good movie on the big screen. Yeah, we're going to go Black Friday. Cannot wait. Ooh. All I can say is this month is going to be a good month. And hopefully you all are following our advice because until next time, keep watching. <laughs>